Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good God, today is another wonderful, wonderful day. Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Pearlie Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Today is October 20th, 2021. It's a Wednesday. It's a, today is a good day because God is who's good is in this day. That's what makes this day good. It's not based upon our circumstance, our happenstance, or any of that. Yeah, the day is already good because it's not based upon what you do or don't do. It's based upon who God is. So let's focus, meditate, concentrate on the goodness of God. Think about what's over things are lovely, pure, honorable, praiseworthy. Those are the things that we want to think about on this day. Today is my son's birthday. Happy birthday, Arthur. Shout out to you. Um, I, um, so we're going to start today. Uh, I, I want to talk about sharing our gifts, the gifts that God has given us with others. And using our gifts, do your gift glorify the Father. Are you using your, your gift? I want you to know that you are gifted and you are very talented. <laughs> you have been gifted by God and you have he has given you talents, gifts and talents so that his glory can be proclaimed throughout there. Make sure that the gift that God has given you that you share with someone else and that they know that it came from your heavenly father. Does your gift glorify God? We get ready to get into this in one second, one minute, one moment. Okay, but you already know we're going to pray for us. Father, we just thank you for being together, for being here with us, Lord God. You are our rock, our refuge, our present help in time of trouble, Father God. You are our wisdom. When we don't know what to do, Father, we can come to you and ask you what to do, Lord God. And so, Father, we just come before you today thanking you for your gifts and for your talents and for your wisdom and your understanding as to how to distribute and how to share the gift that you have given to us with others. Because, Father, that's life when we're doing what you have created us to do. That's when we come alive. That's when we're most productive doing the things that you have created us to do. Therefore, Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. And Father, as I yield my members to you, I say, Lord, here I am. Use me. I'm here to serve you. For you said whoever we yield our members to, that's who you're serving to. Therefore, I yield myself to you, Father. And I ask that as I open my mouth, that you will speak through these lips of clay. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Guys, again, thank you guys so much, so much for joining in. Again, this is Arthur Pearlie Martin. Dropped in briefly. October 20th, 2021, because I have something to say. I feel like the Lord wants me to say to you. Okay, we're going to come from um, 1 Corinthians and tw- 1 Corinthians 12. It talks about the, the, the diversities of gifts that God has given to each one of us. He said, now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, it used to be, I don't know if I want to start there. Let me start on three. Um, just for time's sake, it says uh, we're going to start at first Corinthians 12 and four. This is the Christian standard version. It says, now there are different gifts, but the same spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God produces each gift in each person. A manifestation of the spirit is given to each person for the common good. (laughs) God gives us these gifts for the common good, for, uh, 
so people can see his goodness in the earth. We're supposed to share these gifts because when we're sharing these gifts, it causes people to see God. That's if our gift is glorifying God. We got to make sure that the gift God gives to us, when we when we use our gifts to glorify God, then that's our way of giving the gift back to him and, and sharing it with others in the earth, okay? It says, a manifestation of the spirit is given to each person for the common good. Verse eight, to one is given a message of wisdom through the spirit, to another a message of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healings by the uh, by one spirit, to another the performing of miracles, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another different kinds um, of tongues, to another interpretation. One in the same spirit is active in all these, uh, all these distributing, distributing to each person as he wills, as the spirit wills, right? Um, for just as the body is one and has many parts and all the parts of that body, though many are one body, so also is Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free. And we were all given one spirit to drink. Indeed, the body is not one part, but many. If the foot should say, but I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body. It is not for that reason, any less or any part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong to the body it's not for that reason any less or any part of the body if the whole body was an eye where would would the hearing be if the whole body was an ear where would the sense of smell be in other words we're one body but many members right as born again believers uh, when we accept Jesus Christ we're baptized into the body of Christ so God every joint supplies a need in other words, so if I was an eye and I say I don't need the ear, where would my hearing be? In other words, everybody is a, 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 a significant in the body of Christ. What, before the creations of the world, I'm just, I got to stop and say this for a minute. The Bible tells us that God knew you. So we're here because it was God's idea. It wasn't that, because before mother and father even knew each other, I'm, I'm just dropping in for a second, a minute, a moment, to let you know that God already knew you. You came out the heart of God, the mind of God, before the foundations of the world, before he even knitted you together. In your mother's womb, God knew you. The Bible say that children are a gift from God. <laughs> so he gifted you when he gave you your children. And you are a gift to your mother and your father. And you are a gift to others because God gifted you and he put his gifts inside of you. And so when God created us, he put everything already down on the inside of us. And what we're doing when when we're tap when we tap into the gifts and the talents that God put inside of us, that's when we feel most alive. That's where we're going to be most fruitful. That's where we're going to be most productive in the area in which He called us. <laughs> so when we take the gift that God has given us, whether it's music, ministry, uh. uh the gifts of healing or, you know, the talents, the talents are the, the talents are God's gifts to us also. So whether it's music ministry, it, it, it's dance, whatever, uh, whether it's landing on hands or words of knowledge, words of wisdom, which is for the work of the ministry, right? Um, whatever the gift and the talent God has given you, the way we, our goal as believers is to share it with others and so that our father, which is in heaven, can be glorified. Now, how do we know if we're using the gift to glorify God? Well, uh, Jesus said, if Christ be lifted, if he be lifted up, 
he'll draw all men unto himself. So is, is the gift glorifying God or is the gift glorifying you? When the gift is glorifying God, it's going to draw people to him. It's going to cause people to want to repent. It's going to cause people to want to worship him. Um, is the gift causing people to worship you or is the gift causing people to worship God? It's so important that God gets the glory. It's not enough to just say, I want to thank God and give God the glory. And then the gift has nothing to do with God. If the gift is not glorifying God, then the gift, you're not using the gift to glorify God. How many of you know the Bible tells us in Romans that the gifts and callings of God are without repentance? That means God is not going to take the gift back just because you don't use it to glorify him. So our gifts can either be used to glorify God or the devil will take them and he'll use them to glorify him. Listen to the words. You know, we talk about this all the time. Romans 12 and 2 tells us, be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we can know God's good, acceptable and perfect will, right, for our lives. You cannot know the will of God without knowing the word of God. Okay, so. Um, but God gives us a conscience and if we're born again, he convicts us to let us know right from wrong, right? So do not in under any circumstance ever compromise your call, ever compromise your gift. Because when we do that, what the devil is saying is come over here and serve me. If you'll bow down and start worship me, I'll give you all of this. Isn't that what he told Jesus? He told Jesus this back in um, when he was being tempted for 40 days and 40 nights right in the wilderness he took jesus up on a high place and he said if you'll bow down and worship me if you'll just compromise i'll give you all of this but the thing uh, the truth of the matter is the devil don't own anything (laughs) that's why when the devil give us stuff we end up losing it because it was never his in the beginning he is a thief he come not but to steal kill and destroy i don't know about you i just prefer to be on the winning side because Uh, It was for this purpose that the son of God was manifest to destroy the works of the devil. In other words, I'm simply saying all that to say that the devil has already been defeated and Jesus is Lord. And I don't know about you, but I want to be on God's side because that's the winning side. So when we want our gifts and our talents to glorify the Lord, so he Christ can be lifted up and people can be drawn unto him. So if what I'm, you know, this is why when people say that God gave them a song or God told him to say this or God told him to do this the instantly what I'm looking at uh I'm looking at um is is that you know does it glorify God I'm listening to the words because the words is gonna let me know I'm always discerning I have high level a a king level of discernment (laughs) to distinguish good from evil right from wrong and God wants us to exercise those abilities by judging things according to his word. So you look at a situation and you say, does this glorify God what I'm saying? Does this glorify God what I'm doing? If it, if your answer is no, then chances are that's not God telling you to do that. How many of you know we can sing a lie as well as we can tell a lie? Okay. We can preach a lie. We can teach a lie. You know, we can talk a lie. So when someone say God gave something, first instantly I'm, I'm listening for the words. I don't care what you say. I'm telling you, if these words are not glorifying God, what you're saying is not glorifying God. If what how you live in is not glorifying God, if which if it then this then it's not God. It's not really complicated, right? Isn't that what we're trying to teach our kids how to distinguish good from evil, right from wrong, our grandkids, or whatever? We're trying to train them up 
in the way they should go because really what we're really trying to do is to protect them from the evil one. Um, when God is telling us to do something or not to do something, it's not because he's trying to take away our fun. He's trying to protect us from the evil one. He is the father. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And this is why we call Abba father. He said, no man can come unto me except he come as a little child. Why? Because grown people don't see a need for God, for, for parental guidance or advice. But he tells us in Proverbs, he said, you know what? I, I don't need you to lean to your own understanding. I need you to acknowledge me in all your ways. Before you say it, you need to know if that's me. Before you do it, you need to know if it's okay with me. Before You know what I'm saying? In all your ways. Because isn't that what we try to teach our kids? Hey, you can't just go running off doing stuff. You need to check with your parents first. We're parental guidance. God put us in the earth to exercise parental guidance. Why? Because children need guidance. <laughs> and if we see God as our father and we and ourselves as his children, we too will understand that we need guidance. We need parental guidance. He said, unless we come to him, as we cannot enter the, we cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Right. So we have to see ourselves as a child and in order to see God as our father. But do you know that takes humility, right? Because grown people think that they don't can't nobody tell I'm grown. Can't nobody tell me nothing. But how many of you know that God said he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Do you know that? Do you know that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble? Why is this? Because Love is choice, it's not force, and God will never override our will to get his will. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm trying to talk about our gifts, <laughs> using our gifts and our talents to glorify the Father. We need to acknowledge God in all our ways and say, Lord, is what is what I'm getting ready to say, is that gonna glorify you or is that gonna disgrace you? You know, is with what I'm getting ready to do, Lord. Is this going to glorify you or is this going to disgrace you? What I'm getting ready to sing, Lord, is this going to glorify you or is this going to disgrace you? So even, you know, like I said, when people say God told them this, gave them this song, I'm listening for the words because God, God and his word is one. Right. So God is never going to tell us to do anything outside of his will. <laughs> right. I did a podcast who, what voice are you listening to? Because the voice that you listen to is the voice that will guide you. We cannot have peace, the peace of God, living in rebellion to God. It don't work like that. It does, it's not. It doesn't work like that. Okay. So if we want peace. If we want peace in our lives, we're going to have to serve the God of peace who gives peace. I'm not talking about the peace of this world. Jesus said the, the peace that the world give you, it don't, he don't give you peace like the peace of the world. In other words, God gives us the peace that passes all understanding. You won't even be able to understand how am I at having peace when chaos is around me? How am I being, because the peace that God gives us, I'm trying to, the peace that God give us is on the inside. It's a calming effect. Have you guys ever seen when, the, uh, you know, back in the day, the TV, when the screen just go completely black? It's just there's no noise, no sound, no nothing. It's just a completely black screen. It's peace. It's calmness. He leads us. The Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. He maketh us to lie down by green pastures. He leadeth us beside the still water. Psalms 23. That really means something. He leads us beside still water. God is a God of peace. Stillness is peace. You can have stillness on the inside when you got chaos. 
excuse me, and have chaos going on on the outside. I don't know about you, but I, I want I live in that kind of peace. I'm, I'm a very peaceful person. I live in that kind of peace. I'm very peaceful on the inside. I thank God for his peace. That passes all understanding. And the only reason I'm able to have that peace is because I keep my mind stayed on the Lord. It's not because everything around me is always peaceful, um, but it's just that I keep my mind stayed on the Lord. So how do you do that? By keeping your mind, find a promise. What does God's word? Lord, you promised me that God's promise to us is that those he said in this world, we're going to have tribulations, right? We're going to have trouble. But those who keep their mind stayed on me, he said, I will keep them in perfect peace. So God's promise to us is that if we will meditate on his word day and night, find a prom, find a promise that goes for your problem. Okay. What's the promise concerning your problem? When we find the promise concerning your problem, that's the counsel of God. That's the mind of God. That's the wisdom of God. That's the word of God. So when you don't know what to do, see what the word of God say to do or pray and ask God for his wisdom. He told you he's the father. You know, if children that was uh, respectful to their parents don't have a hard time with this, understanding that God is your father. Because when you have, res- the, you know, you have respect for your natural father, you can have, res- it's easy to have respect for your heavenly father. And sometimes that's a problem because even in the natural, when you didn't have respect for your earthly parents, it's hard for you to submit to anybody else. Right. But that's not how God wants us to be, because he said, I'm going to resist you because God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. Go back and listen to that podcast as God resisting you. Um, God said he resists the proud. Those who refuse to acknowledge him, those who refuse to humble themselves. In other words, when we refuse to do things God's way, he said, I'm going to resist you. Because God is not going to override our will. And when God is resisting us, this is why it's so hard. This is why doors are closed. This is why it seems like nothing is happening. Because we're trying to do it. We're not asking God for help. We're not asking God for wisdom. We're leaning to our own understanding. The Lord said, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Depart from evil. Be not wise in your own eyes and depart from evil. Why is it? Because when I'm when I'm trying to figure out stuff on my own without the counsel of God, without the wisdom of God, without the word of God, I'm leaning. That causes us to lean to our own understanding. So now we're sitting here and we're trying to figure it out. And the Lord is saying, I don't want you to figure it out. You are you. I'm the father. I'm the parent. You don't have to figure it out. Come and ask me for wisdom and I will tell you what to do. I will show you what to do. I'm just going to flow where the Holy Spirit say. OK, Um we were talking about using our gifts to glorify God, right? When the gift is good, when the gift is glorifying God, like I said earlier, it's going to draw people to God. Every joint supplies a need. So everyone is gifted and talented in some way or another. We have to be able to tap into it. We got to ask, seek the Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, show me what is my gift? What is my talent? People, a lot of times you're already operating in it and people are around you telling you, you're really good at this. You're really gifted at this. Oh, no. You know, let me tell you about that. When when you're operating in your gift and your talent, it's just going to come real easy to you. And the reason it's so easy for you, because that is your gift and your talent. And God graces us to do whatever he has gifted us to do. You know, so if it's coming real easy to you and other people's like, how do you do that? 
Tap into that. That's a sign right there because what it is, is God is gracing you to do it. But stay humble and recognize, Lord, this gift comes from you. The, if you, the gift you give to me, I'm going to share with others and that's going to be giving it back to you because the whole purpose of anything that God do for us is so that he can be glorified. Not so we can be glorified, but so he can be glorified, but he will reward us in the earth. You will get your, you will get your accolades and things like that in the earth. But that should not be our, our uh, main goal. Our main goal should be that the Father is glorified, right? Um, think about it like this. If someone uh, gives you something, okay, and, and uh, they give you something, or they, they help you to do something, or it's because of them that you're able to do it, and someone else gives you a compliment on it, and you don't even acknowledge the person who who enabled you to be able to do it or who, you know, then that's that's not good. So God gave us a gift. So we need to tell people where the gift come from <laughs> by glorifying the father. Right. But um, God, need, he said, who have we yield our members to? That's who we serve it to. So when we humble ourselves, when we submit ourselves to God's will, God's way, God's word. See why we have to know the word, because God and his word is one. Um, that's when the father is glorified. He, I, I like to say a life for a life. Jesus gave his life so I could have life. Therefore, I will live my life Christ-like so it can go back to him. Because everything, what is it that we have that we did not receive? Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. What we choose to do with it is going to be our decision because God is not going to override our will. And the gifts and callings are without repentance. So we can live our life on earth um, glorifying God and being at peace because that's where the real peace comes from. Our real life is hid in Jesus Christ. We're not going to find it. It doesn't matter how many uh, praises or accolades or anything in this earth that we get. If we, when we live our life outside of Jesus Christ, we're not going to have peace in our life. And that's all there is. So if you're not having peace in your life, then put your mind on Jesus Christ. Look at your life. Is your life contrary to what? To God's will, God's way, God's word. If it is, there's no condemnation. Just repent and give up and say, Lord, I surrender. Today is another day. I want to do things your way. It's not complicated. I want to do what you want me to do, Lord, because you created me. You have the blueprints to my life. I want to use those gifts and those talents to serve others because you gave your life. Jesus Christ, he said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. But every joint supplies a need. Okay, so God put gifts and talents in the saw. So every joint supplies a need. Every joint supplies a need. So that means you have something that someone else needs. <laughs> and and the way you become successful in life is finding a need. Lord, what need did you create me to fulfill? Find a need and meet it. And when you find a need and meet it, then you done tapped into true riches, true peace, true joy, true success. Because this stuff on the earth, you know, the Bible says, what profit a man if he gains the world? When he dies, he loses his soul. What profit? Nothing, because everything that we have on earth is on lease. I don't care if you got the title deed or not. We're not taking any of this stuff with us. 
The only thing that's going to really last is what we do for the Lord Jesus Christ. If we want to leave a legacy behind, what a legacy to leave. That this person loved the Lord. They served the Lord. They touched this person's life. They touched. We're really living our eulogy right now. Because when you go to a, a homegoing service, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about how this person lived. They're not talking about how much money they had. That's not what the subject is. They're talking about the character of this person. Do our character represent Christ? Maybe you don't know Christ. And, and I, I get that. So Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ rose and you confess with your mouth that he is the son of God, you can be saved. Lord, save me. It's just that simple. But we're talking about the gifts and the talents. Really, um, Jesus tells about a parable of the sower, about the gifts and the talents where he left where he left, he gave, he left and he gave men, uh, you know, he gave them all gifts and talents. He gave one, one gift, one, five gifts, I think one, ten. Um, two of them went and multiplied their gifts. And the way we multiply our gifts is when we share, when we uh, share them with others. The purpose of a gift is to share. The purpose of a gift is to share. It's not to just squandle on our own selves. And I'd say that all the time because the most miserable people in the world are selfish people. There's no condemnation. But the reason it's, it's like that is because God never created us to be selfish. It was for God's own love that he gave. He tells us that we're supposed to let our light shine, right? And when we allow using our gifts and talents to serve others, that's how we let our life shine. He says, he says unto them, is a lamp brought in to be placed under a, a basket or under a bed? Isn't it to be put on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed and nothing concealed that will not be brought to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. We're not supposed to take our gifts and our talents and, and hide them up under a lampstand. Our gifts and talents should be to glorify the Lord and not to glorify ourselves. Promotion do come from the Lord. Don't get me wrong. When we can, when He can trust us with the glory, He He allow men to to you know to praise us and reward us. Our gifts and our talents is to share with others, and it's not just for inside of the inside of a building. I was talking to uh, one of my sisters yesterday. And, and uh, she was telling me about how she went to a place to talk to someone and the Lord started prophesying to the young man through her. She's a prophet, right? And the young man was so caught off guard because he was thinking that the gifts are only supposed to operate inside the building, inside the church. She's like, well, we are the church. And a lot of you, that's why you're not operating into within your gift because you have boxed it and you have said in your mind, you have put it, you have boxed it in religion. When really the purpose of the gifts and talents is not just for the saints, but it's for it's for the world. It's for the world to see and know that Jesus is Lord. We shouldn't. If the only time you can pray for people is inside of a building, is something wrong? Then, then all you got is religion. I'm just asking you this. There's no condemnation. If the only time the gifts and callings can operate in through you is inside of a building then that's all that is, is religion. How many of you know that God, he called us to the world? And I like to say, what is your customer service to the world? Because Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. 
And Jesus didn't just preach and teach inside the temple, but he went outside to where the people were and everywhere he went, whether whether you're in the grocery store, if, if you're just church minded, you're just going to be stuck in the box thinking, OK, well, I can only sing in the church or I can only pray for people at the altar or I can only, you know, um, be hospitable to people when I'm ushering. No, the same way your gifts have the ability to opt. If it's a true, you know, if it's really your gift, if it's not religion, if it's relationship, you should always be operating in hospitality. <laughs> That's your gift. If your gift is to serve, people should see that wherever you go. You should, you know, uh, when you have a servant heart. If your gift is to, you know, if you work the same way, the, you know, we pray for people. We're called to pray for people. We're called to be ambassadors. The Bible says that we're called to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We're ministers of reconciliators. Okay, so an ambassador is one who represents a whole entire country and they speak on behalf of the king or whoever. They represent that entire country. And we are ambassadors of Christ in the earth. And so we are his representatives in the earth. So we speak on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ as he is. So are we the same spirit. The Bible say that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of us. And our body is now the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the church. It's not the building. The church is not the building. The church is the body. Okay. So whatever area of ministry the Lord has called you to, whether it's in the secular arena or whether it's in the, it's, you know, the church arena or wherever. One thing we all have in common is that we're called to the world. We all called to the marketplace. When you at the grocery store and this cat, this cat, this lady is, is bowed down and bent down and depressed and oppressed. Hey, if you can, it might be an opportunity. If they got a minute, I'm going to say a quick prayer for you, you know, or uh, I'm going to be praying for you or you have a blessed, wonderful day. Know that Jesus loves you. The gifts should always be operating. So my friend, the young man was saying he didn't think that the only place the gift was supposed to operate is inside the building. And a lot of you have boxed and quenched the Holy Spirit because that's your mindset. You're thinking but we're being called to the world. Okay. You're thinking, well, oh, I'll pray for you Sunday. No, why you can't? That is a religion or is a relationship. When someone asks you to pray for them, you need to pray for them right then, because how can they know what you're praying if they can't hear what you're saying? Come on now. Let's stop this religious stuff. Jesus was not religious. Okay. We're talking about a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, a committed relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to spend time with him every day, just like we do with our spouses. We need to turn the TV off, turn the YouTube off, turn the Facebook off. And we need to get in his presence and get in the word of God and read it and see what the Lord Spirit of the Lord is saying to us. That's personal relationship. I'm not third party relationship. No, you need to, we need to get in the book, in the word of God and get a relationship because God and his word is one. And I can't get to know God through you. I mean, you can tell me about God. Don't get me wrong. He can give me some rainbow word, but I need a one-on-one relationship, personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So what I do is I turn everything off. I just want complete silence. I may be home eight, nine hours, no TV, no nothing. I just want complete silence so I can hear or spend time in the word. And so I can hear 
what the spirit of the Lord is saying. We have to unbox the gifts and use them for the world. That's how we bear fruit. And when we're faithful over the little, God continues to cause our gifts to grow. Remember that story, the parable of the uh, gifts, where he's talking about the gifts and the talents, how the Lord left one with five, one with 10 and one with one. The other two, they went and doubled their gifts. How do we, how do we cause our gifts to grow? The more you give, the more, the more you share and give to others, the more God share and give to you. You, when you're sharing your gift and your talent with someone, God is going to continue to add to it because he knows he can trust you with it. But the one who took his gift and buried it, he was upset with him and he, he gave it to someone else. If you're faithful, he who's faithful over a little, the Bible say, God will make you ruler over much. See, promotion comes from the Lord. And if he can trust you to glorify him, he will give you more and more and more. He will cause your gift to, to grow and to multiply. When you started off with three people in the room, now you fill in arenas. When you started with three people on Facebook, now you into thousands. And, and you know what I'm saying? As we are faithful over the little, God will make us ruler over much. Nothing, Lord, before your time. Nothing, Lord, before your season. Because when God puts you in a place, he's always going to prepare you for the place. <laughs> Lest you become prideful and haughty and say, I, this, I got myself here. But when you recognize and you're giving God thanks and you're giving God praise along the way, you're always acknowledging him and everything and, and not just what you say, but in how we live and, and the things that we do. When God is getting the glory, he can be able to trust you. Now, like I said, the gifts and callings are without repentance. So we can use our gifts and our talents for the world to glorify, you know, to do evil. Or we can use our gifts and talents to glorify God to do good. We get to choose. We see singers do it all the time. They leave the church house. Look at, you know, um, they leave the church. Most of them grow up in the choir and then they leave because the devil, you know, the Bible say many have departed from the faith and pierced their souls with many sorrows, chasing them behind the deceitfulness of riches. So what the devil says is you can make more money over here in this arena. And so he entices them, just like he did Jesus in the garden when he said, you'll bow down and worship me. I'll give you all of this. If God, if what you're saying, what we're saying is not glorifying God, then it's not God. If what, how we're living is not glorifying God, then it's not God. If people look at it, if, if they were serving, could, would it be possible if, if they were serving a warrant out for those who live Christ-like, would, would they be able to arrest you? Would they have a warrant in your name? There's no condemnation because this is a process. So today, guess what? Today we get to do what God say. We get to hold up our hands and bow down our head and hold up our hands and say, Lord, we surrender. We give up. We want what you want because you have the blueprints to our lives. And Lord, we, we give our, the gifts and the talents that you've given to us. We will use them to glorify you so others will be drawn unto you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these natural things will be added unto us. It's not about seeking the things. It's not about seeking. It's about seeking the God who created the things. 
It's about seeking the creator, not the creation. We got this in reverse. The devil wants us to chase after the world goods so he can take us away from the God who is good. And then at the end, vanity, vanity, vanity. I'm not preaching against things. I'm preaching. I'm preaching Christ because Christ wants us to have things. But he said, look, there's an order to everything. I need you to seek me first like you do your father. Seek me first because I'm going to lead you into nothing but good, nothing but right, nothing but, you know, I mean, it really crushes me when I see some of these celebrities, how they departed from the faith. And then you look at their lives and they're strung out on drugs and it's just a mess. Why is this? They say, well, we started off sweet singing in the choir and then they went on from there and they left God and they went off into the world and they pierced their souls with many sorrows. And the reason they pierced their souls with so many sorrows is because they departed from the faith and it was no longer about God anymore. It was about them. It was about them receiving the glory. It was about them. They wasn't screaming. They were screaming their name, not God's name. You know what I'm saying? God's gift to us, the purpose of the gifts is so that we can share with others. So if you know what your gifts and your talents are, just ask the Lord for wisdom and say, Lord, how can I use these gifts and these talents that you have given me to glorify others? Remember, every joint supplies a need and God created you on purpose for a purpose and with his good purpose in mind. And therefore, meaning that you have something that someone else needs. Someone might need just a word of encouragement. Somebody might need a smile. Somebody might need to worship. Somebody might need, they might actually need an extra physical favor. But we need to know what God knows so we can know what the people need. Ask God for wisdom. What's your customer service to the world? Excuse me. What is your customer service to the world? How are you serving others with God's gift? Um, the gift is not, once again, it's not just for the building. It's for the body. It's for the world. For God so loved the world that he gave. Right? And and likewise, when we love others, then that shows God abiding us and, and uh, we abide in God. Jesus said, you'll know my disciples by the love they have for one another. Love is how we can tell a disciple of Jesus Christ. Are we followers of Jesus Christ? Will we give it up for God? Will we give God the glory? Will we yield, give, share our gifts and our talents with others so that our Father can be glorified? The one who gave us the gift. It's not fair to take credit for something someone else has done. Right, Because every good and perfect gift comes from God. So if God has given us the gift, we should use that gift to glorify him so he can get credit for what he's done. In the world, it's called plagiarism. In the world, it's called pride. Okay, there's no condemnation. We get ready to end it here. Father, we just surrender ourselves. Use us today, Father, as your vessels in the earth to go so you can be glorified for you say whoever we yield our members to lord god that's who we serve to father i ask that you would just uh, fill us with all spiritual wisdom and knowledge and understanding father make our callings our gifts and our callings clear to us father god help us to be sensitive to the needs of others father and we say here we are lord use us today not for what we want but for what you want 
so that you can be glorified in the earth so that people will see our good works. You said, you told us, Father, to let our light so shine before men that they would see our good works and that our Father in heaven will be glorified. Because when our works glorify you, Father, that's how our light shines. Our light is our lifestyle, guys. Our light is our lifestyle. So is your light shining bright? When they see the light, do they see Christ? Our light is our lifestyle. And I'm getting ready to end it on that note. You guys be blessed. You guys be encouraged. Excuse me. Keep looking for the good in your day. So you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. And my prayer is that today you will be a light in the midst of someone else's darkness. Throw someone a rope by giving them a word of hope. Okay, whatever gift God has given to you, take that gift and make sure that it's glorified, that it's glorifying the Lord. Okay, because this is what, if this is what Christ came to seek and save those that were lost. And the best life is living Christ like I'm telling you, I've been doing it for 32 years and I'm telling you, it, I've slipped and I fell uh, along the way a few times. But that was my that was that was miserable to me. But a righteous man, he will fall, the Bible say. But he'll get back up. Why? Because his heart desire is sincerely to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'm here to tell you, because I've lived both ways. And I'm telling you, life don't work right without Jesus. A relationship. I'm talking about a relationship. Life don't work right without being in relationship with Jesus Christ. Father, we come before you right now. We say, Lord, save us. Those who don't know him. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died and he rose. Father, save me. Because no spirit can say that Jesus is Lord except by the spirit. And Jesus, therefore, we call you Lord. Lead us, guide us, and direct us, Father. We repent of of uh, resisting you. We repent for using our will to override your will. For using our way to override your way. We repent, Father, for taking credit for the gifts and the talents. We repent, Father, for not using our gifts and talents to glorify you. A life for a life. Will you live your life? Jesus gave his life so we could have life. And my question to you is, will you live your life so it will glorify Jesus Christ? A life for a life. Will you give your life? or Jesus Christ because he gave his life so you can have life I'm getting ready to end it here you guys be blessed be encouraged be mindful of your gifts and your talents and say Lord how can I use my gifts not just to glorify you but maybe I can use my gifts to share with someone else maybe I have organization as my gift maybe I can help someone to organize something How, Lord how can I serve you good morning my majesty King Jesus how may I be of service to you? Because you didn't come to serve. You came, to be served, you came to serve. And as a disciple of, of yours, Lord Jesus, I too come to serve. So how can I be of service to you today, Lord, I pray? Lead me, guide me, direct me, Father. For your promise to us that if we acknowledge you in all of your, our ways, you promised us, Father, that you would direct our path. I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. Turn everything off and 
read some Proverbs, some Psalms. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Seek him. Because if you can hear him when I speak, that's a good sign. That means your heart has not been hardened. Harden not your heart. Because every time you resist, we resist God, it puts a hard lay, lay uh, it causes our heart to become hard. And remember, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to those that are humble, to those who admit that I need to, to those who are willing to submit themselves under the mighty hand of God. How many of you know we cannot resist the devil and walk with the devil? So, the you know, the Bible says, therefore, humble God opposes the proud. Therefore, submit yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Then you can resist the devil and he'll have to flee from you. So if we want the devil out of our lives, then just submit our lives to Jesus Christ. I'm in and here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. I want you to keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. And then and you will give God thanks and praise for every good thing that he has done. You are a good thing. You are a gift from God. And you are a gift to others. You're a gift to the world. So start sharing your gift. And see what promotion comes from the Lord. God will promote you. So that he can be glorified. If he can trust you, he'll promote you. Okay. I'm in and here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. Again, this is Arthur Pearlie Martin. Thank you for Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Thank you guys for joining in. Please share this podcast. If you'd like to support us, hit the support button. If you'd like to leave a prayer request, hit the uh, message button on anchor.fm. I'm on Amazon Music also and Amazon. I think I'm on Apple iPad also. Um, In the meantime, uh, if you guys would like to donate to our our nonprofit week here, W-E-E-C-A-R-E, for our disaster relief fund, go to WeCare, W-E-E-C-A-R-E, 1966.us. That's our website. And I stroll down the page and there's a donate button on there. Hit that donate button. We want to try to go and we want to try to donate some stuff to uh, those in Louisiana affected by Hurricane Ida. Okay. All right, guys. Love you so very much. And until next time, again, this is Arthur Pearly Martin. Keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day.